what it do it's dredgy it's tasha also known as the black rogue and we are the grits aka girls raised in the south and the city what is good tasha how you feeling how you doing this evening I'm doing good. So, you know, you just got back from vacation. <laughs> I did. I did. And I had a lot of fun in the sun. Bikini pics on fleek. <laughs> Bikini pics on fleek, I guess. Yes, it was It was really lovely. We visited at Costa Rica, me and a friend. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We were actually in the, I think it's the southern part of Costa Rica. And this was like by like close to Nicaragua and close to Panama and stuff like that. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, so it was really nice. It was beautiful. Uh, nice beaches, mountains, nice seafood. I mean, you 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 can't beat the beach and yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, I need a little sugar daddy and a little boo. Bay. Right. Yes, come correct. You need a bay. Get you a bay and maybe you can go play. <laughs> all the pics was fire appreciate that love sis appreciate it and i got back here in new york city and it was beautiful it's lovely summer is in full swing and so yeah well we're gonna get right into it then you know how we like to do it so we have the top 10 so let's kick off the top 10 so number one i'm gonna bless my heart to the Olympics, because it's been like a lot of like random, like small time drama issues going on around the Olympics. We heard about them banning swim caps designed for natural hair. So basically black people, black women. And then we hear about these COVID cases going crazy up and they had a call like a, a state of the emergency out there in Tokyo. It's a lot going on with the Olympics. So I just want to bless my heart to them. So I feel like personally they need to cancel the shit, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely not going the way they they had planned, you know. And especially for the Olympians, I mean, we've had a whole bunch of cases like just in the media where stuff going on that we didn't agree with. The fact that, you know, they they can't even have their people there no more to watch what's going on. I mean, you know, that kind of takes away from the fun. So, yeah, although it feels like, you know, maybe they should just cancel it all together. Tokyo, they did outlay a lot of cash, a lot of money in preparation for this. It just sucks. But, oh, well. Yeah, they're going to get that shit if they, you know, God forbid. But I feel like people going to catch that shit regardless because it spreads. So that's why they need to cancel it. Number two, I guess this is a poem to Drake. I mean, why not? I mean, Drake is doing what Drake does, you know? And uh, even though he's been low under the radar, it seems like, you know, he still gets caught out there, you know, being sly and on a creep. I think there was, like, pictures of him circulating around him, like, serenading or taking somebody's mom out on a date at the Dodger Stadium, kind of taking a page out of Kanye's book. Right. What he did with, with, with Kim. When he was dating her, so, you know, he always kind of keeps somebody, like, in the background. Um, but, you know, that's how Drake does it. At least Drake he do it, it big. At least he uh, goes out big when it, with these dates and stuff. Even though yeah. I do feel like he fetishes black women. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, he definitely got a type. He like him thick. He like him curvy. Uh, and but he like him in all shades. So no, uh, he don't. I don't know. I haven't really seen him take any. Uh, you know. But never mind. Never mind. 
Yes, we have. I remember. Oh no, extravagant dates like this. Well, I don't. Well, listen, we don't know what he been doing. That's just what what somebody captured on a drone. So you know, uh, we we just got lucky this time around. We don't know what he's been up to. But shout out to Drake. You know, he always keep it pimping. So all right, number three. So um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Kirby John. I don't know if it's John or Jean Raymond. He's actually from New York. And he's the first black American to present in, I think it's in Paris, like contour for a fashion show. Basically, this whole show was to pay homage to black invention. And not to mention, well, Kirby Jean Raymond, he is the the man behind the brand uh pure moss and so for years he's been kind of coming up with innovative fly uh gear you know for black people and just for other people you know he's been a visionary but it's great to see that you know his work is 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 being recognized even you know in in different stratospheres now and in paris you know they have their fashion weeks their events going on right now so that is dope and i love the fact that you know he did pay homage to us he he paid homage to black invention and and we could see that through the designs and i think that he had the the orchestra or live music and i think it just was a total experience uh just you know imbuing just the black vibe so shout out to him very dope so number four nikki and bia just released a whole song. lot of money remix you know how nikki has her uh podcast her show like apple show app podcast queen radio yeah, mm-hmm. queen radio so like it was kind of cute that you know bia was saying how she looked up to her and how like she looked at her like a big sister and nikki was kind of like you know i had to you know make sure she had the bars you know like she kind of like came at it as like a mentor towards her and i really appreciate the collab and you know it was dope i love it you know it's girl power and you know nikki doesn't always link up you know with with female acts i mean we have seen her but when she does i feel like she tries to make it authentic to her and so i i'm i'm happy for the link up i like b a lot think she got her own style and swag so shout out to them girl power right number five trick daddy now i think that we we're gonna bless the heart of uh trick trick daddy dollars and we're blessing the heart of him because uh, Tasha, I know you saw this was circulating on social media. We got to see him outside of a club. What what took place? He went off on uh, like two women. Right. So he paid their way and he f- was upset with them when he felt like they fronted on him. Is that the gist of it? Yeah, I think it was like at the end of the night, like he was trying to like, he wanted them to hang out with him and they was like, nah. So he got real upset and then he got in one girl's face and shit. And that shit is lame as fuck. Yeah. But she so. she held her own. That girl held her own. Shit, she was so tiny. She held her own. Like, don't touch me. Shit kind of shoved him a little bit. <laughs> right, because he was trying to yoke her up. So she just kind of, you know, uh, knocked him up off of her, you know, get her. He too old for that shit. He too old. He need to be. He he should have got with Joyce. That's the problem. He should need to stop messing with these young women. He should just stay with Joyce, baby. That's faithful by her. 
that ship sailed a long time ago. Have you seen Joyce? Do Joyce look like she want to be bothered with him now? No. She always loved that man. She was trying to help him with his lupus and shit. Yeah, she can always love him from afar, but she don't want to be with him. All right, so number six. Okay, so this is another, you know, kind of what what's going on in the world. Tasha, I know you want to expound on this. What's going on? So it's been a lot of protests going on, like in Haiti and Cuba and South Africa. Like I actually been to Cuba. You know, it's a lot. Everybody black. It's all different shades of black there. So mm-hmm. right now, you know, I guess with COVID and COVID plays a part on each of these places, except maybe except for Haiti. But in Cuba, they've been running out of like medicine, like food and like people are like to the point where it's like we're waiting in long lines just to get food if we're able to get food. So it's been like riots going on down there. And then with Haiti, they assassinated their president. Mm. Um, So basically the president wasn't trying to, from what I know of, he wasn't trying to leave. So I guess it was a lot of like, You know, a lot of people said that he was corrupt and stuff like that. And then some people say he wasn't corrupt. It's like back and forth. But he wasn't trying to leave. Like he was like waging like a a political war with the opposition over like terms of like his presidency. So he was executed. Yes. And it was like by 28 people. So when they was doing like research on where these people came from. So tell me why some of these people were informants for USA FBI. Ain't that Mm. some crazy shit? Some crazy shit. So interesting. Um, we gonna, you know, pour our hearts out there to all like my my Haitian community out there. So, you know, because that's crazy. Yeah, man. And even what's going on in South Africa with the protest uh, turned violent in in the wake of what what's their their former president, uh, right, Jacob Zuma, right, uh, and his jailing. And you know, they were saying that. You know, he was corrupt as well. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, there was talks about him being corrupt and just so much stuff going on. It's just like. And then that also with that, I heard that, you know, they also some people say he was corrupt. Some people say he wasn't. But a lot of people felt like he's in his 70s. So they're like they lock him up, a, a older man in his 70s. And then they also are going through a lot with COVID with a lot of people with the economy being bad. Now they got that Delta variant over there so it's just like all this stuff coming at them at once you know kind of similar to all the stuff that you know we was going to going through in america uh when donald trump was the president we was going through covid and then mm-hmm. the racism and then you know and the riots broke out because of that so it's it's like it's going everywhere number seven so this is kind of we're gonna highlight this this is kind of like a bless your heart to the airline industry so right now uh there is a pilot shortage and so even before the pandemic struck in 2020 um you know there was a trend and and we knew that you know that we were coming upon a time where the pilots were being phased out because they have a a retiring age of 65 and so in the the 2020 period, it was a, a, a known thing that they would start, you know, phasing out. But with the pandemic, it kind of spearheaded and kind of like spurned that process to come quicker. Because in in the wake of airlines offering pilots incentives for like early retirement and things like that, well, some of these people are cashing out 
sooner than later. So by 2023, we could be looking at a pilot shortage of at least like of 12,000. Oh, Lord. Yes, for commercial airlines. So this is a big thing, you know, for especially for our heavy hitters like Delta, uh, American, like in Southwest and just different, you know, airlines. So like it's it's not a game. So, you know, if you if you ever thought about being a pilot or if that's what you want to do, I mean, more than ever, the time is right now because they're going right. to offering bank you know the crazy thing is i knew something was up because i flew american airlines for uh, my birthday and it was like crazy delayed and then i was like okay well but then all my friends also flew american airlines and they shit was delayed and then when i came back my friend was stuck overseas uh, because they canceled her american airlines flight and she was stuck overseas for like a week so i knew something was up with this shit so that's just bless our hearts to, you know, that whole the whole industry because they need to get it together. They need to figure it out. Lock it up because they they certainly can't handle the demand right now because everybody in their mama was flying when I went to Costa Rica. So for sure. So I guess um, number eight, I just want to drink and pour it up to the NBA playoffs in general. Um, right now we're in the finals and I feel like, you know, I usually like watch to watch the West play Um, because I always feel like the West is better than the East. But this year, it was just like really good basketball. Like my team didn't make it. I'm a Lakers fan. My team didn't make it. And then I was like kind of rooting for Brooklyn after the Lakers got out, but they didn't make it either. But it's been very entertaining. So I'm I'm hoping for CP, but he can pull it out, but he can get his first ring. But overall, it's been good basketball. Okay, that's going to bring us to number nine. So we just talked about airlines. So it's a show on Netflix that everybody been talking about called Manifest. I just want to uh pull it up to Manifest, even though the acting ain't all that great. Everybody is good looking. The whole damn cast is good looking. And it mm. that makes me want to watch it. And it's it's I feel like it's so good. It keeps you in suspense. It leaves you with like a cliffhanger towards the end of it to make you want to watch the next episode. So I'm done with the whole first season. It's one more season left. So on Netflix, but y'all check that out. That's definitely something to watch. I'm going to check it out because I hadn't heard of that. So you definitely put me on game. So for sure. Okay. So I'm going to. I'm going to carry it out. And you know what? This is definitely a bless, a bless his damn heart because this is just a mess. And, you know, I'm I'm tired of people bringing their social media, their relationship drama to social media. And namely this couple. I feel really bad for Erica Mena uh, right now, who recently gave birth to her second child with, mm-hmm. you know, Safari Samuels. You know, they had a, a little boy. He's in the NICU. Meanwhile, you you know, we see that Safari has just been celebrating his birthday. He's been mm-hmm. in Jamaica. You know, he has been really shirking his responsibilities. Don't give a fuck. Right. And meanwhile, I feel bad because the rest of the world, they were ganging up on Erica just just a month ago, you know, blaming this girl and telling her how much, you know, that her husband needed to be in the delivery room. And look. You know, she had the child prematurely. This fool is partying up in Jamaica. I mean, he ain't shit. he's never going to grow up. She said that he was selfish. And so I just, you know, I just bless the heart of the fools that think that it's acceptable and that, you know, that 
it's okay to be to be bashing the women and 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 solely you know putting blame at the women's feet meanwhile this dude is out and this woman had carried this baby and now she's in the hospital with this baby and look at him chilling partying on the island he ain't shit i don't fuck with nobody that leave their kid while they kid in the hospital mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck if it's your birthday this is more serious than your a fucking birthday like i feel like people so caught up on uh, social media trying to make people feel like they flexing or you know I felt like he was kind of like flexing for social media that he was in like Jamaica and shit and they don't really care about the real shit you know real lives like he a bitch he right a and he was supposedly cheating on her with somebody else that they know through reality TV and so you know that shit while her ass was pregnant r- mm-hmm. why is she going through postpartum why is she just dropped this baby it's just damn it's just after hit after hit so she need to take him for all the food stamps that he's worth take him for all sis and all them damn furs that his ass is worth shit all, all, the all them bikes that he got that he loves so much take them all take them that's all why, that's why his bitch ass got robbed on that bitch ass god don't god did that shit he don't like ugly god knew he knew that he was gonna be on some bullshit later on in life that's why his ass got robbed right that's his karma uh paid in full to him up front all right so so that's gonna bring us to our southern sound off topic of this week and that's where we you know weigh in on uh what's going on from our southern perspective and so this week I wanted to talk about something a little bit different. Something I seen posted on like the shade room as well as baller alert. And it was basically like a video footage of like these women that were uh, flying back into Atlanta and they were flying on a particular airline Delta. And it looked like they were coming back from like the DR and supposedly like they were they were all in wheelchairs and it was because they had you know went there to go get elective surgery it just was interesting just because the commentary on social and just you know just all the different opinions because we see that cosmetic surgery and enhancements and augmenting your body and just modifying is so highly praised it's so normal now but then you see on the other hand where people are ridiculed for it and you know people are you know ostracized for it as though it's not a common thing but at the same time it's crazy to me because we're seeing footage of Okay, it was like 28 women that were that were going to need assistance um, that that were going to be in wheelchairs leaving these flights. And my thing is, you know, with all the risks that we know, the fact that people are still traveling out of the country to do things, um, even though we've seen like these prevalent cases, like I'm just like, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, why do you think that people like why are people still willing to risk it all going to these different places, going to a DR, going to Columbia? But I like I don't know. Like, I, I know people that went to a DR and they didn't have any risks. I feel like you can have risks in America, too. Like, I, I wouldn't go to Mexico. That's one place I definitely want to go because my grandma went to Mexico one time and she had a procedure done. And Lord Jesus, she got infected. Um, But I heard they actually have great doctors out there. I heard they have like great rehabs for people. But you can die in America. Look at Kanye West mama. Like she she had all that plastic surgery done in America. 
people get a plastic surgery and they don't care about the risk um, because you can die doing anything. Like I guess these days you can die and get shot up at the mall. You can die in a car accident. So people are like, they're not really scared of death i feel like okay so they're kind of fearless with that right. regard they're like you know what is something that i i really want so i'm willing to go to a columbia i'm willing to go to dr or just uh, ecuador just different places you know in south america uh south america or central america where yes you know, the healthcare, they have great healthcare in these countries and these places as well. But it's not home and you still have to recover over there. And so even if something doesn't happen to you in, you know, during the procedure, you still gotta recover over there. And so that that that's the other thing. And so, you know, the fact that people feel comfortable and are ready to risk it all is just, I guess, like you said, it goes back to that that whole thing where it's just like, you know what, if I'm gonna do it, you know, I'm just gonna do it and I'm just gonna take that risk regardless. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I just left Costa Rica. And so I see that, you know, just just medical procedures over there. Like, oh, Lord, you saw some fake bodies out no, there? No, 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 no. That's more so like a Columbia thing. Um, but no, I didn't necessarily see that where I was in Costa Rica, but just different things. I like somebody that I met there. They told me that they were uh, that they that they had booked uh, another ticket so that they could could come down and do a procedure and they were like it made sense because they're like why not like they have great facilities great health care here and I can get the procedure done for cheaper and I can come back and visit Costa Rica so why not it makes sense and you know our dollar goes further there so why not so I do get why people do go to these countries because it is more affordable so it makes sense Shit, these um, doctors killing us in America. So shit, it's like you know, black black women. We we don't have like the best care in America. So it's just like shit. People like, well, fuck it. I'm go overseas. And I heard they got like you know they healthcare free in a lot of countries and shit. So it is what it is. Right. So what's your views personally on surgery? Is there anything that you personally alter about yourself or no, you're perfect? You know, honestly, I'm I'm a bad bitch. I'm beautiful. Right. You know, I've been born like dead ass. No, I'm dead ass. I've been born cute. But um, what I would alter, which I am, I'm looking forward to in the future, I'm going to get a breast reduction. So that, I don't know if that's really plastic surgery. I guess it is. It's still a plastic surgery. Still a surgeon still needs to um, do it for me. And then when I get it done, I'm going to get lipo because they tell you that a lot of women who got like big boobs, it's better to also get the lipo just to make the shape look a little bit more smoother. So, um, and then also my mom, when she got her, she got her breast reduction, she got the back fat removed. She got like all her back fat removed. So my mom looked good, you know, she looked good. So that's what I'm trying to, that's all I'm trying to do. I ain't trying to do shit. I ain't trying to fuck up my face. I ain't trying to get no ass, none of that shit. Cause I already got a little ass. I ain't trying to get nothing else. That's it. Right. See, Tasha giving y'all the game. See, and that's, that's what's important. Proportion. What about uh, you? 
Well, me, um, no, I mean, the only thing that I have thought about, like, I'm like, I would either get a lift, a breast lift, or I would get some boobs. And I can wait until after I have, like, a baby. I just said that that would be something that I did for myself. But I thought you already had boobs, girl. I, I do have one boobs. A, one hell of a push-up bra. I, I do. I do have boobs. But I'm saying, like, you know, at, like, after I have a kid, I know friends or I know people that always talk about about you know just how their breasts change but mm-hmm. i don't i wouldn't want to do anything other than like what i have you know i, I think i'm maybe i go to a triple d though <laughs> maybe i go to a triple d and see what that feels like no shit be looking big dog girl what type of sports bras or uh, uh bras that in general that you be having no i i mean i'm a double d you know what i'm saying i am but like I'm saying, like, after I have a baby, I could see myself wanting to get a lift or mm. or implants or something like that. But that's as far as it's kind of gone. I mean, um, I've played around with the idea of, like, what I want a veneer or two for my, for my you know, inside of my mouth. Oh, but, I, I don't want them shit. Them shit look like horses, girl. Mm-mm. You got to get the you got to get the right person. But no or. You just take really great care of your own teeth and, uh, you know, you get you some Invisalign and go from there. Mm. Uh, but aside from that, no. Like I said, I've, boobs are, are the only thing that I will probably do. And I would have like I would do that after I have a baby or something. How do you feel about others when they do cosmetic procedures? Um, I'm so I don't really care. Like I'm, I'm, I support people getting plastic surgery as long as it ain't crazy. So I really don't have no thoughts on what other people do with their body. You know, do what makes you happy. Right. I hear you, and I gr- agree to that. I definitely do agree to that. But you know, we're not gonna act like people. Don't be having their opinions and don't be saying shit about people like I like people favorite thing because people know I love little Kim. They'd be like, oh, throwing shade. And it's like, listen, that's different, though, girl. She had colorism issue, girl. So that look at her. Look no, like an Asian, a, a geisha. That's listen, what she look like. <laughs> listen, that's her prerogative. Mm-mm. Like you said, no, my. So, but this is OK. So this is my thoughts with it. I don't knock nobody for doing what they want to do. What I say, like, but I do believe, like, listen, if you're going to do something, do it tastefully. But see, this is the thing. Tasteful is relative to to a person and their own biases and their opinions. But that's my thoughts. I'm like, if you're going to do it, do it, do it tastefully. And if you're going to do it, I'm like, do it right. I'm like, don't go to no, don't go to no slouch doctor. Like, I'm like, pay the money because... You know, I, I if you want to invest something to be in your body, shit, I don't want shit just, you know, just, I don't want no fix a flat in my ass. And I just can't even believe that at, at one point that people were doing it and that it was that dire. But I'm just like, if you're going to augment something, I'm just like, do it right. Shit, if I can't, and if I can't do it right, if I, if I can't pay that $20,000 for those soft <laughs> Stuff with breast implants that I want, then I don't want them just yet. But I don't know. That's my thoughts. But people do what y'all want to do. But let's not act like people will not be throwing shade or don't throw shade about the things that people have done to themselves. Um, but that's my thoughts. Just do oh, yeah, it right. Do. 
Yeah, people always talking about all these uh, celebrities' fake asses looking crazy. Exactly. Oh, it's plenty of times, and we're going to get into that, but it's plenty of times where we hear them, they be like, oh, ant bodies or, you know, it's like just. little tiny ass. Uh, her ass just, I don't know. We they call her, her Miss Piggy. I mean, they, I mean, what do you do? Like well, that's her natural face. I don't think she got surgery on the face like that. I think she was just born looking like Miss Piggy, you know But she cute, though. She a cute little Miss Piggy. Right. But see, you know, like I said, they go in on people like little Kim. They go in on people like her, like tiny. And they're like, don't do nothing else to your face, even though things that they could have done to themselves could have been from years ago. But people don't let it go. What are your thoughts of bullying and body shaming online and how it's it's played into people's perceptions of actually like what's attractive, like we're so skewed. I feel like every other day, you know, we see a Lizzo or we see somebody like a Coyle Roy and we know that these ladies, they, they're all about, you know, embracing their own natural beauty. And so they show a lot of skin and naturally people got a lot to say. Well, I feel like people bully women in general. Like, it doesn't matter if you didn't have plastic surgery. It doesn't matter if you do got plastic surgery because I hear, um, People bully a woman with plastic surgery. I feel like women bully women more than anything. And I feel like sometimes it's based off of the insecurity of their own bodies. Like, you know, sometimes women may, uh, you know, women that don't have the plastic surgery or whatever, and they may see a woman with the plastic surgery and they may be secretly hating on them and be like, oh, well, they body fake or they don't have a real body. Like, and... Like, cause I hear people always hating on Bernice and I think Bernice plastic surgery look good and it she, ex- she exercise, she work out, but people always hating on her all the time. But on the other hand, people do be hating on Coyle Ray too. Like, cause she's petite, she's small and, um, you know, she's not really curvy and people always hate on her. And then, like you said, Lizzo, they always hating on Lizzo because she plus size and, but you know what? I don't know about Lizzo cause some people, they feel like. They feel like it's not that she's plus, well, some what I heard. It's not that she's plus size, but it's because they feel like she'd be doing too much. Right. They feel like it's just like overkill. But the same thing could be said about Koi, because every time I look up, you know, you said that she's not curvy. I think that she's uh, uh, curvy for her little petite frame. No, she's not some big curvy lady. She's petite. You know, but, she ain't slim thick, girl. She is not slim. But thick. every time I look up, she's shaking her little cheeks and bouncing her ass and making it clap online. So you know, that's the, that's the, the other thing. She is like you know very comfortable in her skin, and it's like I just see people that come for her, women, like you said. You know, I see women a lot of times that will criticize. You know, like you know she had that song, he called me big purr. And like mm-hmm. it was a whole thing. It was like, oh, you not a big purr, you little purr, and like you know, just all these things uh, to try to kind of like d- diminish how she felt. And so right. we see it. We see people trying to you know tear it at somebody's self esteem, and it's just like you know, what would you have them do? Like, like w- would it make it better if she went and got some titties and some ass? No, because then you gonna call her an ant body. But we see it because even like, you know, pop star Demi Lovato, you know, she talked about for years how, you know, she struggled with just different things, you know, drug addiction, but just even just body image and just eating disorders. And, and you know, she not no 
slim girl so it's just you know dealing with just industry standards and things like that so white but, people standards girl because black people was like she she thick right but then uh, the black people standards you know when they not thick enough it's like she is stick <laughs> so uh is she not a, is she not thick she is stick you know so it's always i just feel like um right now and half of the people in the industry sticks though even a lot of these people they ain't real well i don't really consider them thick okay so do you think that people who alter their appearance or undergo major body like contouring are like looking to attract a certain type of attention when modifying themselves or yeah i mean it could be but it could also be that you know they just always want to to have big boobs or they just always wanted to have a butt or they was just like they felt like their clothes look better with with big boobs or with with a butt you know so it just depends on that person like I feel like a lot of hip-hop people and people in the industry and and actors they do that shit because that's their industry their industry is all about if you look a certain way you know you get you may get paid more or you may get uh, book for more shows or you may get more publicity like it's all about how you look in that industry but regular people like I have had friends that had uh, breast implants and they did it for themselves well what they told me that they just always wanted to have big boobs because their clothes they didn't feel like their clothes looked right so it's a meme that I saw going around it was like where like it was a whole like little conversation piece for like a week it was like how you get your body done to go live in the hood or how you live in the projects and you got your body done and I feel like we I, I don't know I feel like we see that too and so like what about these people like now I hear you talking about you know people that they you know they wanted some breasts to fill out they shirt they always have but what about these people I don't know I feel like it is a common like theme or shape or build that we have seen too um whereas i don't know if that bbl brought it into play but it's it's a, i don't know it's a certain look but i mean i i see it it's just like yeah people it just they got the same doctors girl they got the same doctors but it speaks it's like it speaks to priorities too like yeah like how like you, you can't be in a hood but i i guess again that goes back to you can't tell people what to do with themselves right. i guess you could be in the hood and you know pay for them them shots and and pay to get your breast done and still be in the hood and still be looking to make your way out i guess yeah, yeah girl you know some people like living in the hood girl some people you know live in the hood to help better their communities girl so you know it is what it is we <laughs> live in the hood shit so well, i know i live in the hood well i used to live in the hood you yeah. don't live in the hood now that was the hood <laughs> And I was going on vacations and I was doing all types of shit, just like any other uh, hood broke person. <laughs> okay. I, you got to enjoy your life. You know, you got one life to live. So you, you right. get your ass done, <laughs> shit. your boobs done, uh, <laughs> to enjoy your life. That's you. And you walk around a project. Shit. <laughs> okay. Right. I hear you. I hear you. You may have a way out, though. You never know. <laughs> right make your way out so let me see like have you ever been bullied or body yes, shamed yes girl who so who has bullied or body shamed you girl like i had like an incident with my uh one of my roommates like back in the day 
um she was like a bigger girl than me she was like way bigger than me and you know we she was like kind of like had a lot of issues with herself um she used to always be like oh man want these ig models they want these ig bod- uh, body models and stuff like that and i was just like girl i was just extra confident because you know i got niggas without having an ig bo- uh, body and then i remember a couple of times like she was ca- talking about my weight called me uh chubby and this girl was bigger than me and it was because she had her own fucking insecurities right projecting them on you and see that's what people will do and you know what i i mean i i I can't recall specifically a time but i know that it it has happened to me you know i'm a petite you know woman but i feel like i probably have been you know shamed to a degree but it's just like i'm comfortable with me like i don't I'm not, I don't, you know, feel lacking in any way. You know, I know that there are some bigger women or, you know, just, you know, naturally just thicker women. But like, I feel like in past, maybe me being like slimmer or me being a petite woman that has come up, but, you know, as like, as to say, like, that's a bad thing, but I don't feel that way. And it, I, <laughs> it ain't never stopped me. Hell, I feel like that. I I can get a little bit of everything with the way where I am with it. So I'm comfortable and I'm confident with it. So, right. okay. So have you ever experienced or witnessed someone that underwent cosmetic surgery, shaming someone over their looks or like what they physically, their body looks like? Yes. Um, so I had a, a, I got an ex friend at the time who tried me. She got her, um, she got her body done in the DR actually. So I was mm. like literally there with her through WhatsApp through before her surgery through right after her surgery, when she was in the DR, I was like a real friend, even when like, you know, she snuck out the DR when she was supposed to, I was like her writer, mm. you know, I never judged her for having plastic surgery. But over the years, she kept like telling me like, oh, I think that you, you know, why don't you just go get this done? Why do you get this done? I'm like, girl, I don't need all that shit done. I got ass. I got titties. I don't need all that shit done. And even if I didn't, like, I, I, I don't have to get it done if I don't want to get it done. Like, you know what I mean? So like in Miami for my birthday, uh, we got into this club. This dude got us in a section or whatever. And then we got in an argument and she made it seem like because of how she looks and how her body is, it's the reason why we got in this section and all of these years. She's been that person because of how her body is helping me out mm. getting to sections and get and get niggas attention and shit like that. And I was like, girl, you that's really a whole are lot. That's really yourself, deep. girl. You really are really this full of yourself to the, the surgery went to your head. Like, really? So and now do you feel that 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 might have made them have an elevated sense yes. of self and, and yes. look down on others? That's crazy. You know, the crazy I feel like before she she got attention you know, cause she's like that, you know, I, I ain't trying to go into colorism this point, but before she got att- attention, but when she got the surgery, she got even more attention because of course, like you see, like you see all the rappers talking about, they want a red bone, big booty. So she's like that definition. So her over the, everything just escalated when she got the surgery. So because she got the surgery, she just feels like she's the shit. She's automatically a bad bitch. And it's yeah, like, but I don't, and everybody else is not as bad if they don't get the surgery and they don't have that shit done. But mm. that's not true, sis. Anybody can get 
uh, attention from niggas. Niggas like women in general. Yeah, niggas like women with plastic surgery, but niggas like women that also don't have plastic surgery. And they like so. women with confidence. Mm. Don't go fuck shit. Exactly. And you know what? And like, I haven't, I haven't personally, like I've seen it online. Like I just remember one time, like specifically, like, and it really just rubbed me really wrong. It was this girl that used to be on uh, Love and Hip Hop. It was like, her name is Nia Lee. And she was on like Love and Hip Hop New York. And I just, I saw like, her commented online like once like under like like about Sierra and like this was like after she had like broke up with future and she was just Mm -hmm. like calling her a little boy body and it just like it's like oh my god it's women that go do plastic surgery that actually sit up and come out their mouth and say things like that to other women and bully them and and it's like why you resent me sis because i'm comfortable in my skin why you mad at me <laughs> like that's yeah. what it almost feels like like you well, mad she probably had a little boy body before her plastic surgery and she up there hated don't make no damn sense and she looked like a little boy when she was you know rocking the low caesar so my thing is just like listen sis to each his own different strokes for different folks but that just really like like anger like because i feel like women especially like women we shouldn't be going in on one another about what we physically look like but but then you know to add insult to injury it's like why are you trying to bully somebody you know about about what you think that they should have so that's crazy so i just feel like i wanted to have the conversation because i feel like we have such a skewed perception right now and it's not just adults because i have uh friends with with teenage daughters you know 13 year old daughters that are growing up and that are being introduced to all these social media platforms and you know there's the same thing that us adults are seeing you know the the parent is not a hover parent of their kids can get exposed to it too so they're seeing the same things and they're seeing the same imagery and they and they think that this is what's attractive so it's not it's it's impacting us all so it's just like it's cool to to be able to peel back and have these conversations and be like it's cool to to just be real and confident in self too because that's that's the most attractive thing that you can ever wear. You know, man started all this shit. You know, I was like doing um, some research and, you know, just like about advertising and all that stuff, how that all created. Like, so in America, um, it was like this particular advertiser, they started the whole um, trend of making the woman in the ad look sexy and look you know appealing and that drove a lot of people to want to look like that and that's when all the you know all the tight clothes came in place over years and years and years and I feel like it's all been because of men I feel like women so much they want to attract men they want to get this attention from men to where they created this whole competition of you know, if I get the plastic surgery, I look better than the next chick. That's how I feel. Yeah. 
Yeah, or someone else can't top me. You know, I have everything that they need. And it simply doesn't, you know, that we just simply know that's not the case. Right. And they don't. The crazy thing is, I feel like they just be sexualizing women with plastic surgery. They don't really want them. They don't be wifing them up like that. But to each right. Own. They just put them in rap songs and then they go wife or they go look for the knee alongs and the and whomever else or. Whoever else. The church girls, girl, that's covered up and shit. They be looking for them, shit. Right on. All right, so uh, this week we're going to go right into our G-Code gym. And uh, just to, to lead you guys out, the gym this week is don't focus on the missteps. You know, keep your head held, held high and uh, continue to step until you find your own tempo. I feel like, you know, just in this world, we just, like I said, we always get caught up on what other people are doing, you know, social. We just, we are so uh, ingratiated into, you know, what what's going on around us. But, you know, just kind of stay in your own lane, find your own beat, find your own rhythm, find your own tempo. Right. So on that note, we out. It's been real. Peace, Peace. out, y'all. You can uh, stream us on uh, all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. Make sure you go check us out, uh, gritsinthecitypodcast.com. You can visit us and check out our episodes and our website content there. All right, y'all stay tuned for the next episode. Woo.